Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Swish and flick and swish and flick. Oh, <laughs> Did you guys get that? Swish and flick. It's are yeah. you Guardian Leviosa. Leviosa. Are you? Uh, are you? Are we live? I think we're on. Are hey, we on? you want me to make you shorter? And just cast a little. Shorten the legs spell over here. Are we live? God damn it! We are live. All right. Maybe you, you should elongate him a little. I bit. can elongate. <laughs> What's the spell for that? Hello and welcome to the Freemasons podcast with your hosts, right worshipful brother George Mudry, worshipful brother Joe, and worshipful brother Ken. We are live, Hello, friends. And begins the the fuckery. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> this is no other way to go. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. We are episode in two oh nine. Oh god, I got it. Two oh eight. No, I think you're wrong. No, I, I updated it. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Hmm. We are episode 208, and we're doing Puppet George and... The Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> we're going to be discussing the connections between Harry Potter... Harry Potter! <laughs> ...and uh, Freemasonry. Uh, there are some interesting connections between the two, and hmm. actually J.K. Rowling, and where I'm hoping... I'm hoping Ken can bring it up on the computer and, hmm. and patch that video in so we can check it out. Uh, and hear it from her words. Mm. And uh, oh, it's her. from her. What? It's from J.K. Rowling. Yep. So? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. She she wrote a thing. I have the the uh, website up here, and actually, uh, Ken, I'll send it to you. Yeah. If uh, if I can. Oh, you don't have an iPhone. I can't send it from here. All right. You cannot. Just uh, just Hard type in. Ken has an Android. Just type ah! in. Uh, beep boop, beep. Type in uh, Freemasonry. Uh, yeah, and connections to Harry Potter, and it should be the independent.co.uk. Yeah, I'll find it up. I'll find it, but I'm looking at it right now. My yep. my right. MacBook doesn't have much life left to it, so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, before we get started, we got two brothers, uh, good friends of ours that are uh, got COVID, and uh, we're hoping that they are doing better and feeling better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, just want to give them a shout out real quick to him, as yep. well as uh, Worship Brother Greg, who is uh, just got finished, I believe, with his last cycle of chemo, and he is. I uh, hope he's in good spirits. I texted him the other day and told him to stop basically being a bad word, <laughs> a Sopranos character, and uh, get off the couch. Like <laughs> the Pat Militich word, that word. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Just play that. Just play. Call him and just start playing that over. Again. That's mm-hmm. right. So, mm-hmm. uh, Joe is sitting here. Let's see here. Ken has his Harry Potter glasses. Harry Potter! <laughs> here I am. <laughs> With his wand. 
Got my wand. Uh, Joe sitting here with it's a... It's as small as I thought it would be. Uh, it's nine inches long. <laughs> Unicorn hair. It's cord. the goof that matters. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Joe obviously is muffled through the mics because he's wearing his Death Eater mask. It's not all Oh my God. We're in the spirit. We, we, you know, we skipped Halloween. We got to do um, something. I'm guys. just sitting here, just being George, looking like I'm ready to rob a convenience store. Black sweatpants, black shoes. You have the same hairdo as Voldemort. Yeah, you're like the the fat cousin in Harry Potter. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> you're like the Voldemort <laughs> <laughs> It's classy, Joe. (laughs) Fall the mortadella. Very nice. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be. It's it's always fun when all three of us are actually up here at the same time. And I could always say it's not me. Mm. Uh Oh, Uh -oh. what happened? Joe's Joe's playing with the headphones. No, I didn't touch anything. That's just the monitor. There you go. Uh, Bloody hell. It's been a minute since we've all been up here together. Oh. There we go. That's nice. So, anyway. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Yeah, happy oh, Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Uh, to all brothers uh, who are veterans and veterans just abroad. We have actually had a lot of veterans coming into uh, Discord and Patreon, as well as uh, our Freemasons podcast community and all the instant messages that we get. For those who've messaged me, I've read them. I apologize. I didn't get back to them. I drive for a living, so I sometimes read them when I'm on my break, and I forget to respond. So I will respond to you through, uh, I think it was Instagram. Uh, I got one, and uh, yeah, we are both. busy men. Uh, Worshipful brother <laughs> Joe's been pretty busy lately too. What you been up to, Worshipful brother? Ah, Joe? just running marathons and crap like that. No, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> the New York City Marathon. I hear. The New York City Marathon. This past Damn. Sunday, I did uh, beat Al Roker's time by over an hour and a half. That's so right. Very happy about that. Screw Al Roker. Yeah. Isn't he the heavy set uh, guy who was weatherman? Yeah. Uh-huh. But then he lost a lot of weight. Oh, did he? Yeah, he had like that, that surgery. I wasn't being condescending. I was being uh, serious. A little bit. A little bit. Joe had a target to hit, and he hit the target. Yeah, so... Uh, it was at the time you were going for, Joe. Actually, I beat the time I was going for by 25 minutes. Uh, that's came, awesome. I was, uh, thought I'd come in between like a little over 6, and I came in at uh, 5.44. Where's nice. Raph? I don't know where Raph is. I have no idea. Probably Raph's downstairs. Gym. He's never here. Raph, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, he's probably downstairs. He does show up. Trivia night on Thursdays. Oh, then he'll be up here. But, uh, so anyway. Awesome time on Sunday. Shout out to Brooklyn, the best part of the race for sure. Nice. And, uh, really good time. That's awesome. I wish I could run marathons. So let's go through some likes, boys. All right. Uh, Kenny, lead it off. Yeah, over on Instagram, we've got Rob Van Holten, Alex Tyler, Gerard Greaves, Digger, uh, Jeff Super Conservative. Okay. Cameron Oldfield, Garrett Thayer, Francisco Martins, Ricardo, Fazal Embroidery. Oh, thank you for liking us. Uh, Tone Seeker Musical Instruments, Better Than Joe's, Anthony Thornton, uh, Sean Blitton, uh, Darren Engelhart, and Kelly Blankenship. So thank you, brothers and friends, for the follow. Oh, I owe, I owe Kelly Blankenship a phone call. Sorry I haven't called you, brother. Uh, sorry, Kelly. Uh, let's see here. Over on... What is that noise? The beeping noise. I think it's coming from outside. And it's oh, just it's getting picked up nuts. on the mic. Yeah. All right. So, and again, if I miss anybody, I apologize. I'm doing my absolute best uh, 
to uh, to to find all these. But uh, let's see here what we got. Your best isn't good enough. I give my best. Nito Rhodes, um, Ozzy, Rotary Native, mm-hmm. Joshua Box, Isaiah Almanza, Almanza. Close enough. Uh, Niels Cleaver. Um, Gaurav Naik. Jesus, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, keep trying. Keep Dylan trying. Clem. Whoa, that's the train. Oh, I'm going to cast a cognitive ability spell on you. You ready? L. Ray Verschkel. Courtney Kimbo. Uh, Leroy Jenkins. All right, Leroy Jenkins. Bad Rob bad Van Roy. Holten. <laughs> Uh, and I think that, nope, then we got, uh, Robert Rude Zant, um, Conville, Hector Luna, Adam Biffington, and that's all I got right now. So, uh, we're going to leave them in toast, and then we have some Apple reviews. I am not charged and aligned, charged nor aligned over here. I don't know how that happened. Line the bottle on the side of your head. I clean all these glasses, you guys don't even... Dane to fill it for me. Some right. thanks. And like I said, we got the uh, we got some app we got some Apple reviews after that, and then we'll get moving. The mm-hmm. Garius Thomas, welcome back. He says finally back. Hey. Happy bladed birthday, brother. And happy Veterans Day to you. Uh two hundred and forty six years of kicking ass and taking names. Hoorah. Mm-hmm. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that's it. That's nice. Uh who wants to lead it? The toast. You. Hey, <laughs> All right. Can't oh, lead it. it. You got it. All right. Brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Two arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Ooh, the monitor's out. There we go. Together, brethren. <laughs> Vivat. 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 That was terrible. I what? Can't, can't the worst. What just happened? What? <laughs> I have no peripheral vision, so I can't <laughs> see what you guys are doing. <laughs> he pulled, like, the monitor out, That's too, terrible. so none of us could hear what we were saying. I know. This is just a. Uh, this is a right. Charge him up again. Yeah. Charge him up again. And I'm going to do the Apple reviews in the meantime. We got to fix Joe's headphones, man. They're, like, pulling the monitor. Oop, there it goes again. Oh, we, could, we could buy some new headphones. There we go. I'll show you my one. All right, there we go. We're better. All right, more better. Apple reviews. Uh, let me find them. There. And then uh, we'll get going into this. Oh, sorry. Son of a bitch. Every time he does it. You do it intentionally. No, that wasn't intentional. Most and times. You say I that do. every time. I know, but I mean it most times. <laughs> All right. Or I should say this time I really mean it. He's trying his best. So, last one we left off with is uh, Aaron Neudemeyer. Uh, we also, hey, uh, Ken, could you look up? We yes, had one sir. from the UK as well. I know you have the yes. charitable. Could you look that one up? Yep. Uh, but this is, uh, oh, perfect. Look at this. Newly raised five-star review. Uh, Jeff USMC FMF Doc. Okay. One of the best fo- ca- podcasts I've heard. I'm newly raised MM and wanting to learn. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've learned. I've heard so far. Very informative. 
Nice. Thank you. Yeah, that was very kind. Thank you. Uh, next one. 22 a day is 22 many. Okay. 22 a day is 22 too many. Oh, okay. He's talking veteran suicide. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Bro Blitton, five-star review. This is a good one. Uh, you saved my life from your podcast. I think he said. Could be taken. I think he meant. Yeah, I think he meant. You saved my life with your podcast. Mm -hmm. You help me guide. You help guide me back on the right path. Nine years old, active army service, and I have been in depression for a while now. Just know you saved my life. Thank you, brothers. Wow, brother Sean Blitton, Waynesville Lodge, three seventy-five. Hey, brother! Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Stay strong. Gets better. Hell yeah. And then you get older and you look like Joe, and then you get depressed all over. And you look like George. <laughs> really? Whatever, really? Weasley. Continue. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh, I, he was like so. Let me on ask you this. Night. So, if you like uh, that one, that was nice. If the right. marathon took me like sixty-five thousand steps, would it be like one hundred twenty thousand for you? <laughs> I would have because your legs are small. I would have beaten you because the EMT oh, would have taken me the rest of the way. The little guy. <laughs> yeah, you would have lost out, real. EMT drives faster. <laughs> all right, I got our got friend. It. I got our friend over from Great Britain uh, via Apple podcast. This is Don Maddock. He says, great listen. Really enjoying yeah, this podcast. Hold pod on. Hold on. Yep. I hope that Don's middle name is uh, has an O in it because it would be Don O'Matic. Tell me that wouldn't okay. be cool. It's Maddock. Like oh, D-O-C-K right. at the end. But anyway. Pissed on my parade. Uh, so five-star review. Great listen. Uh, really enjoying this podcast. Learning new things and having a laugh. Great work, guys. And he gives us the, the hang ten. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. All buddy. right. Appreciate that. Joe. Yes. Let's lead these boys in a toast. All Happy right. Veterans Day. And Happy thank Veterans you to Day. all the uh, Apple reviews. And uh, Brother Sean, stay strong, man. We're with you. We're with you. All right, brothers. Right hand to arms. Two, Two arms. arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Viva, viva, viva. Right. When I can see. That was better. <laughs> that was better. You can see it when you don't make us deaf by ripping the monitor out. We can well, yeah. actually hear what That's we're not, I, need, I need, you know, a little slack. Oh, I the, feel like I'm in a sensory deprivation tank every time that monitor goes dead. I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> Does that still go through on the feed, though? They can still hear us? Yes. They yes. Yeah, we just, just can't hear ourselves. It's just us. Yes. Oh, my God. It's temporary. Sometimes when you talk, ain't a bad thing. So. Yeah. so just pretend like it doesn't happen. Oh, quit your bitching. Katie Riff, today's show so far, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are we. We are, too. So are we. This is sad. <laughs> All right, let's start it up, Ken. Yeah. Did you uh, find that link I told you to find? I or? believe I did, and is this the yep, one? That's the yeah, one. Okay. Very good. So you cue it up, and I will... Uh, cue it up. So uh, we're getting right into here. the connections between... Uh, Harry Potter! Freemasonry and the Harry Potter Chronicles? Because it wasn't... No. What the, that's what, not what... It, what would you call the series? I would series? say the Harry Potter universe. Okay. Or the well, Potterverse. Potterverse, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, it, no, it's the Wizarding World. The Wizarding Harry World Potter. of Harry uh, Potter. Yes. You gotta, you gotta splice it in. You can't just. Play I the music understand there. that. I'm Jesus trying to Christ. figure out if what is that Reba McIntyre put something on. Jesus, Dude, I'm Lord. trying to figure out if this is a YouTube video. It's like some weird embedded thing that I've never. George, seen. click the that thing, the button. I'm the working. ding, oh, it's a ding. You're putting me under a lot of pressure now. I am. It's funny. 
I believe it is on YouTube, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna. I I can swap I can, over to YouTube. I can do something. Okay, I'm so, sorry, guys. I'll work it out. See, this is what happens when we're not up here all together at the same time for episodes. It turns into just a, just I don't know. I don't know what the hell I you could call sing. It. You want me to sing? Psych unit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brother Jim Devaney like says Chronicles. He, he believes is the proper yeah, word. Or got an emoji face below it, kind of like I'm a. Yeah, but he's rolling his eyes at you like you're an idiot. So it's accurate. Right? It is Chronicles. That's what I said. Harry Potter Chronicles, isn't yeah. it? Mm, I think. I, say wrong. I don't know. I can't tell if he's mocking you or I can't tell either. He's That's probably mocking me. Probably. That's I'm gonna assume he's mocking you, but sometimes he's sincere. Oh, and while we're talking, you could talk about Discord because me and Delvaney we weren't we weren't we weren't sinking today. I wasn't being an ass. I was simply asking a question and I thought he was pertaining to me, but he wasn't. He was talking in a general sense, which I now understand, but I didn't at the time. So we got kind of our lines crossed. And if you want to see such disagreements uh, <laughs> on Discord, you can join Patreon for as little as $5 a month where you'll get exclusive access to our Discord channels. And uh, you'll get to see uh, some exclusive Patreon content. And uh, perhaps you'll get the ever-elusive Gold Tone Freemasons podcast lapel pin. Yeah, if Rafferty ever comes out of if, freaking hiding. He's if like, you are very, very lucky, yes. Uh, Tom's Perkin, the band is back together, boys. Yes, we are. We are back boys together. Boys, back in town! So, uh, I don't know. Joe was running a marathon. I was dying on the couch. <laughs> I tell you, brother. the marathon thing, there were some funny freaking signs. Some funny signs along the way. One, like, uh, you're running Let's the go, city. Brandon. You're running. No, I didn't see any of those. <laughs> I did see you're running the city better than de Blasio. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I, I saw that one. I saw oh, uh, worst parade ever. Uh, <laughs> that is good. I saw um, if uh, if running were easy, it'd be called your mom. Oh my god! <laughs> and then my absolute favorite was. Uh, oh my god! I love your stamina. Call me. Oh, that's good. So it was a good time. It was a real good time. That's New York for you, for anybody who's uh, out there in uh, the Midwest. And I tell you, running through Brooklyn. Oh, my God. You could tell where the hipsters were because every once in a while, you caught like a one-block whiff of uh, a little bit of the, the wacky tobacco. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ooh, new definition of runner's high. Nice. <laughs> we ready, Ken? Uh, yeah. I mean, I do have it here. It's it. I can't full screen it. That's uh, fine. But you, you know can still it watch you it. You still it be able to hear, hear it. it so and this is from work. her own mouth, correct? Uh, yep, I believe this is J.K. Rowling's most inspiring quotes. Which, oh, is that oh that's not what I was looking for. I thought it was her talking about it. It's on the independent.co.uk. And it was based on All right, so if I got to kill some more time. There was a yes, guy dressed as a pickle. How about I just read it? Because it's right here. Oh, boy. Yeah, let's do that. Let's right. do that. Why not? For comedic that. value, I'll read it. And actually, Ken, while we're uh, while I'm reading it, you can leave. Oh, I was going to say leave that up there. I will leave it up there. Uh, because you can actually scroll on that page, can't you? I can do so, yes. If you can scroll on that page and show them what I'm looking at, mm-hmm. uh, you can see all the symbols. But it's uh, basically J.K. Rowling. Uh, Rowling? Rowling? Rowling. 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 Uh, may actively answer hundreds of questions a day on Twitter about Harry Potter series, but there are still some secrets unknown. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and just skipping it forward, uh, she did a uh, documentary and herself appeared in the program discussing the origins of the series. Most uh, One notable moment came as the author spoke of a s- about sketching the character Professor Sprout. Um, mm. 
While drawing the initial version of the herbology teacher late one evening, Rowling was watching the man who would be king. Oh, okay. And there you go. And patterned it after whom? John Huston's adaption of uh, Rudyard Kipling's work starring Michael Caine, Sean Connery, and... Christopher Plummer. The next day, Rowling took a phone call uh, saying her mother had died. Uh, The Masonic symbol is very important in that movie, said Rowling. Mm -hmm. Rowling. And uh, it literally, 20 years later that I took, I looked at the sign of the Deathly Hallows and realized how similar they are. Hmm. So she's taking the Masonic Square and Compasses. You can see it right there. It's right there. It's it's similar. It's It's actually closer to the symbol for the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the triangle with the square with the circle. That's actually a lot closer to that. But I see what she's going. Yeah, when they that. stylize it like that, it looks similar. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, when I saw the movie again, I saw the Masonic symbol. I went cold all over, and I thought, is that why the hallow symbol is what it is? Hmm. So I think she, she, what she's basically saying is she took that symbol, the Masonic symbol, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. she was didn't realize. I guess she did it subconsciously is what she says. I got, um, I've got... And I've got a feeling that on some deep subconscious level, they are connected. So I felt as though I worked my way back over 20 years to that night because the Potter series is hugely about loss. And I've said this before, if my mother hadn't died, I think the stories would be utterly different than Hmm. what they are now, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And below that, there's some... uh, some hidden Harry Potter sketches that she had kind of uh, thumbed up or whatever. Oh, I see you over here in the uh, lower right-hand corner on the mantle. Way too much hair for him. <laughs> yeah, fair point. The nose is about right, though. <laughs> well, we know the upper right freaking circle picture isn't Ken because he's got yeah. a shirt off and the sun's in the background. That's actually a baby. But... <laughs> Where? Although the hair is in the upper left-hand corner, upper right-hand corner, upper right-hand corner. Oh, upper right-hand right-hand oh corner. yeah, no. He's got his yeah. son in the background, shirts yeah. off. He's at the beach. Clearly, that's not Ken because no, he'd be blinding the camera, burst in the flames. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. I'm gonna go with Joe, right dead center. Uh, the the father figure with the good hair and the pissy look on his face. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and that's you sitting on my lap, Mister Dursley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, fish. there you go. Nice. Uh, Harry Potter. Uh, I love how we're advertising for Subaru over here in the corner. Yeah, I know. I mean, that wasn't. Right. What is that? Why are there? Why is there toe fungus ads? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Can I close this now? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go to a different website here because uh, sued. son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to go to a different website here because actually the MidnightFreemasons.org did a whole thing about it, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about that. And I have four percent battery on my MacBook, so if it dies, you might have to continue on for me, Ken. Mm, but, um, I'll try. MidnightFreemasons.org. Um, Forward slash 2019, forward slash point, you know, 03, forward slash Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. So I'm going to start reading this and we'll see how long my MacBook lasts. Which, for those that don't know, in everywhere else but the United States, the book is called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. And they changed it to the Sorcerer's yeah. Stone in the U.S. Yep. Is it really? Yep. Oh, well, I mean, there you yeah. go. There's one reference, the Philosopher's Stone. Right. Which that Deathly Hallow symbol uh, is actually it's... closer to the alchemical symbol for. 
the Philosopher's Stone, which uh, in the first movie they mentioned Nicholas Flamel, who was an actual mm -hmm. real person and an alchemist that was searching for the Philosopher's Stone. So right, mm -hmm. right out of the, the bat, there's some al alchemical ties there. Yeah, and the name of the book varies depending on what market you're in, but it refers to the same thing. Yes. Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone. They're talking about that, that alchemical formula to be able to... That substance that can turn anything into gold or create the elixir of life or whatever. So uh, we've already pretty much covered the Masonic Square encompasses in that part. That's in the first part of their little thing here. Uh, so, but we're going to talk about the hero's journey. Uh, so step one was the ordinary world. This is where the hero ec uh, exists before his adventure begins. The hero is oblivious to the adventure to come. In general, this part of the monomyth. Yep. Uh, humanizes the hero so that we can identify better with them and empathize with them during their journey. This is Harry's prior to getting his invitation to attend Hogwarts Masonically. Uh, this would be a candidate prior to petitioning a lodge. Mm -hmm. okay. yeah, so they're breaking the story down into its constituent pieces. Yes. Yeah. Step two, call to adventure. This is where our hero receives the invitation for his adventure. Mm -hmm. For Harry, this occurs when Hagrid shows up um, Basically, Raph shows up to be like, hey, mm -hmm. it's time to go live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and don't swear this time. Oh, that'd yeah. be a perfect... Like, how has he not done that, that for Halloween? Bingo. How has yeah. he not he done that? He should be Hagrid. We're going to make him do that. He should be here now as Hagrid. It was a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. yeah. He's bald. We could also just do like Uncle Fester, but whatever. We'll move on from that. Um, this occurs when Hagrid shows up at Dursley's doorstep with his invitation to Hogwarts in his hand. Masonically, this represents the candidate when he decides ultimately to petition a lodge, undergoes his investigation, and ultimately is accepted to receive his degrees in Freemasonry. Okay. Can make yeah, a connection yeah, yeah. Loosely, but whatever. It's not how it works with us, but um, I'm going to disagree with that one. But moving on. Step three. Cross the first threshold. When the hero enters the world in which is foreign to him, this occurs when Hagrid brings Harry to Diagon Alley. Diagon. What? Diagon. Diagon yeah. Alley and to Gringotts. Gringotts? Gringotts. Yeah. Gringotts. Yes. He introduces him to the wizard wizarding world. Masonically, this occurs when the candidate knocks three times to the door of the preparation room and enters the lodge for, for, for his first degree. Um, that I mean, that works, but I think, I think it's it. more analogous to when you're brought to light for the first time in Freemasonry. And you, for the first time, behold the beauties of Freemasonry. I think that's more analogous to like him walking into Diagon Alley for the first time and like seeing the whole mm. this whole parallel world that he didn't know existed. I think. I mean, yeah. for me, just yeah. my opinion. I think uh, Midnight Masons is uh, stretching this just a smidge. Now, these guys are great. I love these guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're gonna agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree. Step job. four: like trials, that. friends, and foes. Yeah. Just as it suggests, the hero has trials, meets allies, and his foes. In the Sorcerer's Throne, Harry meets Hermione and Ron. Uh, they make it past Fluffy and enter a trapdoor into mm. a forbidden corridor. Together, overcome the obstacles in their path, allowing Harry to confront Voldemort for the first time, who has partially possessed Professor Quirrell. 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 Whatever. Uh, you continue to see... <laughs> This <laughs> is going to happen all night. I'm just going to keep much. correcting him, man. I've read those books like 20 That's times. Fine. It's fine. Uh, it's a Star Wars ripoff, so whatever. You continue, <laughs> you, continue, <laughs> oh, you continue to see Harry repeat this step in the subsequent 
novels where he overcomes obstacles with the aid of his allies. Masonically, this represents the candidate who is received by the senior deacon who leads them around the lodge, Mm -hmm. where they are challenged by the junior warden, senior warden, and worshipful master. Okay. They're stretching this shit. I'm sorry. No, but I mean... I'm I'm not picking up what they're putting down. There were certain trials they had to go through. Yeah. I see the parallels. Like he's not; they're not drawing a link between the two things and saying this was based on this. They're just saying I know it's analogous to like the hero's journey, like Masonic, you know, the the whole Freemasonic, um, you know, our our shared experience becoming Masons and going through the three degrees is very like the hero's journey. This is which weird. has nothing to do with Harry Potter. It's just like all these stories are it's based on heroes. Theme, which yeah, exactly. you, you'll see it in Harry Potter. You'll yep. see it in Star Wars. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. You'll see right. it in the Odyssey. Yep. This is very uh, weird, though. That right. these are archetypes, and the Masonic experience is similar to those archetypes. I think is what they're saying. So they're just drawing that line. Just to make a point, this is very weird, though, because usually Ken's the naysayer, and I'm the one who's like, "Oh yeah, definitely." No, I'm gonna. No, I'm the well, He's a Harry Potter like. Dude. Yeah. Uh, also, I've read a lot of these guys' articles, and they're on point. So. Friggin' Harry Potter. Which, by the way, next year Halloween, you as Harry Potter. Cyborg stoned. Okay. I'll go as, as Ron. Okay. Raph like could be it. Hagrid. Yes. And George yes. could be one of the goblins from Gringotts. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yeah. Right? Actually, I love it. Delaney love says it. Uh, her biggest secret is announcing that George is actually Grip Hook. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't know who Grip Hook is. Grip Hook is actually is uh, the, one of the Gringotts. Is he the centaur? No, he's one of the little <laughs> trolls from Gringotts. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, so I was right troll. on. I was yeah. right on. Not, they're not it's trolls. Goblins. They're goblins. goblins. Yeah, yeah, they're goblins that like guard gold and See, stuff. See, I didn't and know the name, but... Devaney and I were on the same Everybody page. Everybody craps yeah. on him and hates him. Like <laughs> I can see the look on George's face. It's and they're great. and they're small. Just letting you guys go. And they're small. Just letting you go. It's, He's grip They're up. small and angry. <laughs> they are small and angry. Everybody hates them <laughs> until they need their money. I should have freaking known right. this was coming. I should have known this was coming. Uh, All right, let's continue. It's yeah. like you with the Patreon account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you're digging for it today. <laughs> Step five, magical <clears throat> mentor, or the mentor with the supernatural aid. Uh, the hero meets an older and wise mentor, often with magical powers and or possessing the magic object. Oh, we want Kenobi. And, uh, <laughs> right, yeah, it's very similar to, uh, this is like Jungian archetypes we're talking about now. Yeah. The, the wise old man. That's me. <laughs> yeah. In the Harry Potter novels, Dumbledore fills this archetype, There's giving Harry the invisibility cloak and the Sorcerer's Stone. However, Sirius Black gives Harry the Firebolt broomstick, and the other members of the Order of the Phoenix in Dobby. That's George. He <laughs> can walk around with a sock. Yes. We'll give him a sock. Yeah, we'll give him, we'll give him some scraps to wear. <laughs> Master gave Dobby a sock. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, I cannot God. wait. I can't wait until next Halloween for this. <laughs> we should have done it tonight. <laughs> Finally, you want my sock? I'll take my sock off. And give <laughs> don't it. give him the sock, man, because then he achieves independence. We don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, it's good stuff. Gives Harry the gillyweed in the Goblet of Fire, also 
uh, act as mentors for Harry. Mm-hmm. Masonically, the senior deacon will fulfill this role as the senior deacon who escorts the candidate around the lodge and assists the worship master with the candidate at the altar where they take the obligation, receive the due guard, sign, pass, and token of each degree. Um, I could see, yeah, I see that, that too, with yeah. the with Sirius Black kind of guiding him through and, yep. you know, the whole... Uh, Fear no danger type of thing and help them figure things out. I can see that. Yeah, the senior deacon kind of acts as that's me fishing. No, no, no. The senior deacon acts as like your Same mentor during the fishing. degrees, right? So even if you're you have some other mentor assigned to you to do your catechism and all that kind of stuff as you're going through your degrees, the senior deacon is the symbol of that, right? right? He because guides he's the one the that's guiding you. The yeah. Degrees. Yep. So yeah, yeah I, I get that. It's a typical hero's journey thing. I, I'm, I'm behind it. Oh boy, I, I know. Uh, what nope, I, <laughs> don't read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, brother don't Jim. I know one. what you're saying. Nicely done. Nicely done. Well, well done. Uh, oh man. <laughs> Thanks, boy. Thanks, Schultz, step away. This son of a bitch oh, steps yeah, right in. And Jim takes over. Extra uh, starch in this side. <laughs> I'm going to take it today. It's fine. It's Move all right. Up. We'll let it go. Yeah, you earned it. Uh, everybody has their day. You know, sometimes Ken gets it. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes Joe gets it. Yeah, it's yeah. George day. Today's my day. Today's your day. <laughs> Step six. <laughs> Step six. Uh, Dragon's Lair. When the hero crosses the second threshold, he faces a significant physical, uh, physically and um, uh, psychological risk. This would be represented by Harry's journey in the second confrontation with Voldemort at the end of the Goblet of Fire, where upon touching the Triwizard's trophy at the same time as Cedric Diggory, uh, it reveals to itself to be a port key, bringing them both to the graveyard where his blood is used to reconstitute Voldemort. Mm -hmm. Masonically, this would be when the candidate takes his steps toward the altar and undertake his obligation. I told you fishing. I see some more like third degree elements. I was going to say, I see a symbolic rebirth kind of thing going on, but um, Uh, I know I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time with this one, fellas. I'm gonna keep going though. No, this is good. I'm I'm enjoying you would because you're dork and you read this stuff. Yes. All right. Step seven moment of despair. Yep. Uh, the hero is close to defeat, and he has to dig deep inside himself to be able to escape the moment. In the Goblet of Fire, Harry uses knowledge he has been taught, the disarming spell, to counter Voldemort's killing curse. Empire Strikes Back. The, mm. yeah. <laughs> the wands are connected, and the spirit of Voldemort past, uh, spirits of Voldemort's past victims emerge from his wand. Once the connection is broken, the spirits remain, protecting Harry and allowing him to him time to grab Cedric's body and escaping by grabbing the trophy. Masonically, this can be thought of when the candidate takes his obligation. He must honor the obligation every day for the rest of his life or face the penalty of his obligation. So let me, let me just clarify. Mm-hmm. So Harry and Voldemort's wands get connected and then something emerges from Voldemort's wand. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, why were you clarifying that? Uh, I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing too. I know what he's doing. I'm not. I'm not going to let. The I troll. still don't know how that's related to the obligation. 
Like moment of despair. Okay, moment of despair is like a typical hero's journey thing. Like that's a pretty pivotal part of the whole Harry Potter story when he loses Cid- Cedric and like he basically that's when he's becoming like a teenager. Like this isn't a kid's a kid's story anymore. It becomes dark from that point on. Does that no. does that happen somewhere during Do not the read the comments? Do not read <laughs> no, why are you reading the comments? We're having a discussion Woo. here. You'll see later. Yeah, no, that's why I read them later. Um, I'm not buying it. I'm just. I'm sorry. Like, I'm does there it. become a? Is there a, a point of the initiatic experience where there's that that kind of like moment of despair, where there's a darkness? Everybody, sh- nobody's even listening. <laughs> no, I had to look We're up Danny. Story. I had to look up Danny Collins's no, comment. Man. By myself, uh, talking. No, I'm with you. No, no, I'm with no, you. Go ahead. With you. Go ahead. <laughs> We're with you, Goldblum. Continue. No, no. So, I mean, I don't know that there's any parallel for that in the, uh, you know, in, in any of our degrees that I can think of. I'm not buying a moment any of, of despair. This. I mean, you're going through your trials. Your brothers help you overcome the trials. I don't know. I don't see that. I can think of other degrees uh, in a pendant body. Oh, yeah. Where you have that moment of despair where you think things are happening that aren't really happening or whatever. I can't go into specifics, yep. but... Uh, yeah, that happens in, in some of the York right degrees, too, but not in any of the first three that I can think of. No. It's pretty positive. <laughs> uh, okay, he's still reading the comments over there. I'm listening. I don't really don't have anything Somebody to add said, to this. Well, I, I, I am going to read the last one. Somebody said that okay. you're, you're a ghost, like, nearly headless Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nearly human Ken. That's what they're calling you, nearly, nearly human, human Ken. Ken. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, right. Christ Here almighty. Step eight. Step eight. Ultimate treasure. Uh, I got like 2% on my MacBook, so oh, I need to get through time. this one. Hey, I've time. got the whole thing over here. We're good. The hero receives a prize for successfully escaping from his moment of despair. The reward can be taken on many forms. However, it normally, it normally is secondary to the personal transformation the hero undergoes. Sorry to burp. For Harry, the second confrontation with Voldemort transforms him, helping him helping instruct defense against the dark arts to Dumbledore's army in the Order of the Phoenix, uh, as well as giving him courage to face the obstacles ahead of destroying the Horcruxes. Thank you. You're welcome. And defeating Voldemort. Masonically speaking, the reward given to a candidate is the password, grip, or token, do guard and sign, how to wear their apron and their working tools, as well as explanatory explanatory, uh, lectures and charges for that degree, but also the transformation that takes place where the candidate becomes a brother. What about the wages of a mason? Oh, yeah, cord wine and oil. Emblematical yeah. though they are, I mean, that's your reward. Right. right. That, and that for seems your to labors. be. Right. So, I mean, I would go with that. But, yeah. hey, I dig uh, it. And I was actually thinking more specifically of when you're given your apron. Yeah. The speech that goes along with that. That's yep. kind of like a pretty big reward. Yep. When you sign the old bylaws. Yep. Uh, yeah, Danny Collins, we gave you a shout-out later, uh, or later, earlier, excuse me. Uh, we gave you and uh, Delvaney a shout-out earlier. We didn't want to say that you both got COVID, oh, but... And we just uh, did. No, uh, Danny said it. He oh, goes, because okay. uh, he said uh, the COVID twins are still reporting oh, for yeah. duty. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're here, Brother Danny. We did this episode just for you, by the way. And apparently he says they did uh, Aria Solid. Gangrene killed Voldemort. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Voldemort is busy creating I, havoc oh. in Greater Ball. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I knew exactly what that meant. I, I didn't understand that. I, I did. It took me I got bit. it. Don't read the comments. I'm done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. These two. All right, continuing on. Step, Step nine. nine, Homeward Bound. This represents the retracing of the hero's steps in reverse order. This means that once again, the hero must face challenges, resolve to defeat his enemy, and return home. There might be a moment when the hero is forced to choose between personal objectives or to answer the higher cause. Return of the Jedi. Frodo Baggins. For, <laughs> for Harry, Return this covers the, the events in the Deathly Hallows where Harry and his allies hunt for horcruxes. Uh, that word, I just can't. <laughs> horcruxes, dude. <laughs> it's not what you think, George. Read the books. Are those like those uh, mini things they give at uh, parties? Little mini things they like give the little mini food things that you. Get? Oh yeah, I'm making like, a joke, or there. I was thinking you call them horcruxes. I was thinking a lovely lady of disposition's necklace. Oh, what? A lovely like, lady of cheerful disposition. Yeah, like one made of pearls. <laughs> <laughs> like a. You need catch horcrux. that one. <laughs> I got it. Yes. Okay. Got it. I got it. Say, come on. <laughs> Wow, How do you not get that one? We're dragging the bottom of the barrel here. <laughs> Are we defiling hey, your poor Harry Potter? You two started it. I want to be clear about that. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, where are we at? Um, Christ, I lost my spot now. Okay, for Harry, this covers the events in the Deathly Hallows where the, they were hunting for horcruxes. They <laughs> escaped and ultimately... Um, Harry faces Voldemort for the last time. Masonically, this can be thought of as the beginning of the second section of the third degree where the candidate represents Hiram Abiff and the three ruffians attempt to pry the secrets from the, as a master myth. myth, 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 myth. Let's try that again. Uh, as a, they attempt to uh, pry the secrets of a master mason from him. I don't know what the hell happened to my tongue there. I, was uh, I, don't, I don't know. I must I be tired. Know. Because the, the Master Mason degree represents age, right? Fellowcraft represents more or less coming of age, becoming a man kind of time frame, right? I mean, at that point in, like, Harry Potter's career, that's him, like, you know, it's time to freaking grow up now. Yeah, it's, like a, it's a coming real, of age. Real crap kind of now, yeah. right? So I, I'm trying to think if there's anything that relates to that in the Fellowcraft degree. but <laughs> Kind of like Holden Caulfield. Catch yeah, up. yeah. Kind of like that. All right, last one. Let's get through this for I got one my 1% dies here. Oh, Step we've got plenty of time. 10, Rebirth and the Champion's Return. This is the climax of the hero's journey. Here we go with climaxing again. Faces his final and most difficult encounter with the death and returns back to the ordinary world changed. For Harry, this occurs when he goes to the forest encampment outside of Hogwarts and allows Voldemort to kill him. He wakes up in a dreamlike version of King's Cross Station where he meets Dumbledore and learns that he hasn't died. He learns that the protective charm his mother Lily placed on Harry is kept alive inside of Voldemort because Voldemort uses Harry's blood to reconstitute himself. Thus, Voldemort could not kill Harry, and Harry could now go back and finish him off. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Come on, Joe. In Masonic terms, <laughs> come on. In Masonic terms, I think this is pretty self-explanatory to those who have gone through the third degree. There is a deeply moving and profound thing 
that happens, yep. which transforms the candidate. Where you finish them off? Oh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's a rebirth. I mean that that I can. I don't think I <clears throat> that I could. Yeah, we're probably not going to disagree with that. Hey, Kevin's really what it comes down to. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not buying I mean, it. That's, that's cool. I think you know <clears throat> the whole the, the only part of the Harry Potter thing is obviously where J.K. Rowling says basically, yeah, we you know, I. Harry Potter, where she said, "I used you know the symbol of the Masonic symbol for the for the the, the whatever." No, I mean, <clears throat> so the only thing that I really Joe. came up with when I was thinking about this was Nicholas Flamel, mm-hmm. right? Which Joe kind of already mentioned a little bit. Like this is so J.K. Rowling when she creates kind of the Harry Potter universe. There's very little, you know, crossover with the real world. Right, there aren't a lot of like historical figures that appear anywhere in the the Harry Potter books, except for Nicholas Flamel, mm-hmm. who, you know, obviously was involved in in alchemy in his later career. And um, alchemy, obviously, there's some ancient mystery school kind of um, illusions and some of the Masonic degrees and stuff. We talked to J.B. Paul Lamb on one of our previous episodes, and he brought up a lot of those uh, similarities mm-hmm. um, in our ritual with a lot of uh, what was published about alchemy. Um, but Nicholas Flamel was, in fact, an alchemist. One of the things that he was looking for, if you will, was the Philosopher's Stone. And in the Harry Potter universe, he actually finds it. And right. He's a contemporary of Albus Dumbledore. He's a friend of of Dumbledore because he, you know, obviously we're talking about a 13th or 14th century um, uh, French alchemist here. So he couldn't be a contemporary of Dumbledore unless he actually found the Philosopher's Stone and created the Elixir of Life and survived all that time. So in the Harry Potter universe, that happens. Right. Right. So he lives until the 1990s or so and he befriends Albus Dumbledore and they have adventures together and so forth. Um, And in the first book, they're looking for the Philosopher's Stone like that. That's kind of a central theme in the plot. Um, and that's all thanks to, to Nicholas Flamel. So I always thought it was kind of weird that that was the only historical figure that J.K. Rowling decided to kind of throw into the mix there. Mm. And they don't talk about anybody else no, that I know right. of. So, like, that choice was an interesting one, I thought. And that's But here was a, here was a, ch- a choice that I found very interesting. We talked about um, Sirius Black being the senior deacon and, yep. and being the guide. You know, I see that character as being extremely Masonic for a few reasons, and especially if you get into the esoteric side of things. So Sirius, the star, the dog star, is mm-hmm. the brightest star in the sky. That's true. And then his last name is Black. So you have light and darkness in his name itself. Mm-hmm. So you have the, the white and the black. You have that checkerboard symbolism in one uh, yeah. one character. You also have a civilized man and a, you know, he turns into a wolf right, or a black dog, yeah. which represents that primitive side of man. And when if you go into, I believe it's the moon card in the tarot, you have a domesticated dog and you have a wild dog. And it's, it represents the duality, that good and evil, that, uh, that primitive and refined version of it, the opposites that you see throughout Freemasonry, yeah. whether it be the black and the white, the subduing your passions. Um, there's, there's a huge connection there. But even like as simple as his name, it's the brightest light in black, which is the darkest the dark. the darkest dark, yeah. And he does crack. Like he turns out to be a, the, one of the best characters, the most pure-hearted characters in the entire 
series, but right. he's also he cracks at a certain point. Yep, several points. There's a, there's a darkness in that guy too, but he is also and, yeah. So and there's, he walks yeah. that line yeah. between the light and the darkness. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's and the, the the third movie, Prisoner of Azkaban. Did yep. I get that right? Yes. Is my favorite of the three because of him and his character. And yeah, he, he does. Yeah, yeah. And plus, who doesn't love Gary Oldman? Like, yeah, Gary Oldman is awesome. He was better. There you go. Uh, James Devaney, duality of man, sir. Also a great line yep. from uh, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. You got a Look, peace got, sign on your you helmet, but you're also war. born yeah. to kill. Yeah. Represents the duality of man, sir. <laughs> yep. So I, I have a couple of Masonic connections, and I don't what, – what, what I was reading – we were reading right there with the like breaking everything down. I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't get on board with it. But I do believe that there are other Masonic things inside of that. For instance, uh, the sorting hat. Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the sorting hat. Right. The sorting hat, basically, you put the hat on, and it, it put you in a different class of who you're going to be. I mean, Gryffindor! <laughs> Yep. Thank you for the sudden random outburst. You're yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. I always love a good random sudden yeah. outburst. So it uh, categorizes no, you based it on... It categorizes you based it on... So, on but, I mean, you've seen the power of just the hat. Nobody else was wearing a hat. Right. Well, no, well, Dumbledore, Dumbledore had his... Dumbledore. Actually, there you go. No, McGonagall. No, McGonagall. Really? Yeah, pretty much everybody. everybody. Well, the, the first guy that had the turban on. Yeah. The but, lady again, that, but it the, is the, the, the symbolism that of the power falls of the symbolism hat. of the power yeah. of a hat, yep. especially a sorting hat or something. Okay. Or of, of yeah, I like that. I mean, you got the whole secretive <clears throat> part of it, where you you have this this other world of Hogwarts mm-hmm. that no one was allowed to know about in the what are they called the Mudbloods or the the uh, Muggles? Muggles. muggles. Mudblood is a naughty word, you know. Yeah. I thought Mudblood was half. Half yeah, wizard, one half parent half. was yeah. mortal, one parent was right. a wizard. Yeah. It's yeah. like a yeah, it's a derogatory. Term. Okay, so the it's the, the muggles. M word. Don't yeah. use the M word. Yeah. So so word. so the muggles were the ones that didn't know. They weren't allowed to know about. They were the uninitiated. Uninitiated. Yeah, the uninitiated. The, I mean, you have the that profane world. The profane oh, the profane world. world. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Ken is definitely Hufflepuff. All right, Hufflepuff. so so hold on. Hold I think on. I was sorted before into the end of this podcast. I was Ravenclaw. Okay, I mean, I can see that. Everybody who's watching, I want you to just comment as to which house us three would be in. No, too late now. We already said, but yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. So if it's Ken, it's going to be in Hufflepuff. Danny Collins says, no, muggles were the profane. He's true. Yeah, Yeah, right. It's absolutely true. Hufflepuff, their symbol was a rat, right? So that would be George, the little little rat. Mudbloods are candies. I'm a rat. (laughs) rat. You're a rat. Uh, I once did like an online test thing, and it was like I came up with Ravenclaw. Yeah, I was Hufflepuff. There's an online test for this shit. Yeah, you answer. Danny some Collins and Jim Devaney are definitely Slytherin. They're like, who are the yeah. two? Oh yeah, who are the two guys oh, yeah. in Slytherin? Uh, oh but, god, uh, um, the ones whose parents were Death Eaters. Yeah, oh, but um, can't remember the name. not the main kid, not Malfoy, but the, the right. Two yeah, lackeys. no, his two guys. Yeah, but yeah, their parents lackeys. were both Death Eaters. Yeah. I'm trying to remember their names, but you know the two lackeys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like if it were little rascals, it'd be Butch and War. Uh, yeah, one of these, one of these guys will. definitely Danny, everybody listen. Danny, who were the um, the Malfoy sidekicks? That's that's you and Danny Collins. Everybody Crab watching and Goyle. live. Crab and Goyle. There you go. Crab and Goyle. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. Everybody yeah. watching live or in the comments later after you've watched this video, comment on us three. What house would I be in? What house would Joe be in? What house would Ken be in? Love to know. 
Yeah. I can see Danny. Danny Collins says he sees himself more of a, a Malfoy. I'm assuming he's talking more Lucius <laughs> than uh, than Draco. Oh, yeah, nobody wants to be Draco Malfoy. Uh, Lucius is actually my second favorite character. Draco Malfoy. Malfoy. So he says you're going to be Gryffindor. Gryffindor! <laughs> Uh, anyway. Themselves don't have a so, house chore. <laughs> yes, Danny Collins. Wow. Yes. House elves don't have a house, George. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Slytherin. So, uh, so here we go. Last Hufflepuff. Whenever you're done. <laughs> I think I got one more house. Go on. Get on with it. I'm done. The last. Raving Claw. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Yeah, all right, good. so the can I are you done yet? Is that all the fucking houses, or are I gotta keep listening to it? I think so. Part I'm just trying to think. Are the the Schultz brothers? Are There's they fluffy? Four. We need a third head in the Schultz family. All right. Last Masonic reference that I can see is at the end, the very last movie when uh, Voldemort strikes down Harry. That okay. could be and the, when they said it in the the Midnight Masons, whatever. That can absolutely be. Uh, I, I agree with it. That could be a definite correlation between the two because he doesn't die and he is raised and comes back. The tragedy, yeah. And Harry is different after, you know, Voldemort doesn't kill him. And then you see the evil die. So, you know, the Voldemort, mm-hmm. you know, Good dies. triumphs over evil. Good triumphs over evil. On. You also have that in our third degree where you have, you know, what happens to the, the ruffians. Yep. Yeah, we'll right. leave it at that. Yep. You know, it's pretty self-explanatory. However, I will be the I will be the naysayer yet again. Every good story has a a beginning, a climax, and an ending. Climax. I know. Mm-hmm. That's every good story. That's when they touched wands. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't with you today. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here. Oh boy! Don't read that one. No, we're back, baby. Uh, and, and not for nothing, shout out to Neville Longbottom, the real hero of the Yeah, Chronicles. seriously. He's so underrated. He is. Yeah. It's like always... That He's the one that th- actually killed him, right? He had the yeah. sword of, of Gryffindor. Well, he killed the uh, he killed uh, Nagini the, there. The snake yeah, thing, He killed right? the snake. So here's the thing. Whenever you have one of those people that like is really trying very hard to be your friend when you're growing up, like... No, Make sure I was that you... redhead. I never had that problem. Okay, well you uh, did, but like most people <laughs> do, right? Like, like don't crap on that person because he may just save the universe, right? Adam Smith, and I'm he was going... a little chubby kid too. He was until he, yeah, then he became and badass. Then he became all badass. You see him and now, jacked. he's like all jacked and crap. Yeah, like yeah, he looks like Luke Luke uh, Bryan a little bit. Yeah, he aged better than anybody else in that entire oh, God, yeah. series of movies. Uh, Adam Smith, Good I'm going me. through the MM degree Saturday, so I don't know the full story yet, and you're not going to hear it here. Yeah, <laughs> you will. No. You will. You will hear us say. I'll, I'm going to we'll make one reference to things, but I can promise you, we're not going to tell you anything. Well, I'm going to give away one thing. Oh, God. The point of the degree where the master puts the, the hat on his head and yells, Gryffindor! Christ, That's the that best part of the degree. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It's my favorite. <laughs> That's what Voldemort coming. said. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cracked myself up. I got George turn my Gryffindor. How about yeah, this? So Ken, Ken is Hufflepuff because yep. he's basically a fucking marshmallow. <laughs> What? No, that, that's not what oh. Katie Riff says. Uh, Ken Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's a freaking marshmallow. Puff. I'm loyal, damn it. Joe Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Interesting. And I'm Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. 
Because yeah. I'm noble. George is the courageous one. No. Uh, this one ran a marathon like a couple days ago. Goddamn right I did. You are lucky so. that people have told me to mind the language, and I'm doing my absolute best to mind my language, Kenny. Yep. Mind your Although he was a Marine. Or is a Marine? Are you... You're always you guys get angry when you say ex-Marine, right? It's former Marine. I don't give a damn. You're always a Marine. Or something like that. I was too stupid to go to college. That's the way I look at it. All right. <laughs> Best line in the movie Jarhead. I can't disagree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> Best line in the movie Jarhead. That's where I came from. He says, why are oh, you okay. in my Marine Corps? Because I got lost on the way to college, sir. Right as uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's head gets smashed into the blackboard. Great movie. Mm. We Danny, should. Uh, Danny I still Collins think... says Marine in quotation marks. That's nice. Oh, uh, nice, cute. Uh, hey, he's not Chair Force. And uh, yeah. I, I kid, I kid. Before I get a backlash <laughs> of that, that's rough. You know, I grew up. Uh, I I didn't serve, but I grew up the son of an Army guy, Vietnam vet. So yeah. Army was always the 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 best in my household. Yep. So me too. To uh, anybody who I may have offended, I am sorry and thank you for your service. But anyway. <laughs> Disclaimer over. I think, uh, I don't know, you guys got anything else on this? I don't really have anything else on this. I'm actually looking up what like what some of the houses mean. Oh, yeah. Right there we now, go. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to look up Ravenclaw, and while I'm doing that, why don't you guys look up yours? Dan Valdez says, uh, George ran for office, so that's kind of running. Oh. Why did I say like Forrest Gump? I'm like, George ran for office, so that's kind of running. <laughs> I, don't know the fuck I said it like that. That was weird. Sorry. I apologize. That was weird. So Ravenclaws possess the traits of cleverness, wisdom, and wit, intellectual ability, and creativity. According to Slytherin, perfect Gemma Farley, whatever, Ravenclaws are so competitive when it comes to academic success that they are known to backstab each other and likely other students in order Ooh. to get top marks. Nice. Many well-known inventors and innovators have come from Ravenclaw. Okay. Hmm. Ken, you go. And then somebody look up mine because I... Gryffindor! Gryffindor. So Hufflepuff is actually known for having members that are patient, fair, hardworking, and sometimes blandly nice. That's you. Oh, That's me. That's, that's right? spot on. Yeah. So You're I mean, bland. I'm okay. I'm well, no, up. I don't know why that's the one that you picked up on. I was going to say patient and fair and hardworking, but okay. All right, what's Gryffindor then? Uh, corresponded roughly to the element of fire, and it was for this reason that the colors scarlet and gold were chosen. Traits, blah blah blah. Gryffindor House emphasized the traits of courage as well as daring, nerve, and chivalry, and thus its members were generally regarded as brave, though sometimes to the point of recklessness. That's totally you. Yeah, that's that totally you. you. Some wait. This gets better. Like starting a podcast that the Grand Lodge writes articles about. Yeah. Some Gryffindors, <laughs> kind of like Okay, that. so kind of like this next sentence. Some Gryffindors have also been noted to be short-tempered. Short-tempered, you say? Yes. Short-tempered. No. Is there a height requirement? Uh, about four two. So he means that. <laughs> about to get this shot glass bounced off your head over there. <laughs> See, short-tempered. Short-tempered. There we go. Perfect. Angered. Um. So there contributed many members to Dumbledore's army in the Order of the Phoenix. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody of the group is going to rile up an army together, yeah, I it can would see be that you. being him. Yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> okay, behind it. Yeah. All right. I'll own it. I'm gonna stop flicking this it's wand me. here. Yeah, I know. It's, you playing with your wand all the know, time? Dude, you stop like, playing with your wand. You'll go blind. <laughs> it's, it's here. I need eye protection. <laughs> you want my glasses? <laughs> you playing with it? You'll go blind. That's all I got. Is that why I'm? Never mind. I think we. Uh, I think now that you brought it up, now that you've brought it up, I think we should do the the um, 
We should do an episode about Star Wars and Freemasonry. Okay. Okay. And the connections. I like that. Absolutely. And then we'll do one for Spaceship Troopers after that. Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. I love Starship Troopers. Star Wars. The is first serious. one. You can't get into anything I after this. I, don't even, I have never watched anything after uh, the I'm first I'm being one. funny, but I'm yeah, being serious about the, the Star Wars one. Yeah, we no, we do, can do that. There, at least to me anyway. Uh, the Jedi are Masons. Uh, hold on. Stand by. I don't and know the, what the Counselor's Grand Lodge. That freaking yeah. beeping is. It's got to be outside. It's outside. It's driving me absolutely nucking futs. It's it's the tracker the Fed stuck up it's my. Tra- <laughs> you were one of my references. <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, uh, what was I going to say though? No, but I think it, it, looking Star at Wars face, and Freemasonry, absolutely. looking at face value between Star Wars and and Harry Potter, I would see more correlation between Star Wars and Freemasonry than Harry Potter and Freemasonry. That's yeah, let's, just do, let's mer- do that. Oh, my personal opinion. I got a great idea. Oh, my God. That's that's perfect because you know why? Because remember the Jesus costume that got banned that we decided to pull I from the I do remember thing? that. Yeah. Banned. You're not we allowed to wear it here. We, we didn't get banned. We were catching some heat at the time, and we decided it would yeah, probably be thanks banned. to the right. Santa. <laughs> yeah, that was actually us. That was you, son. Wise. That was all on you. Hey, all I know is it was a perfect idea. Yeah, it was to, to, so you started to, to have me until you started talking about your bountiful no, sack. That's what thing, ruined it. No, but Easter would have been even better because we would have been here Thursday and recorded, and then like instead <laughs> of three days Friday. later, four days later, I come back on Sunday. It would have been it would have been fantastic. But however, uh, my Jesus costume could easily be a Jedi, a Jedi. costume. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. So now I get to wear the costume, and yeah. if anybody gets mad at us, I'm like, it's not Jesus, it's a Jedi. That's what yeah. I did at that. Uh, this is a I Jedi a beard. Halloween. This isn't a Jesus beard. It's a Jedi beard. Right. Yeah. I look more like Obi Wan than, than yeah. Jesus. Quit hassling me. Go ahead, bro. say the old one. Go ahead, you mother. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, we should do that. Stole it right off from right. Like you want to do that Sunday? <laughs> Are we going to do that this upcoming Sunday? I could probably could. rustle up a lightsaber. We could. I have like, how many? Like how many do you want? No, I've got like child ones. I'll grab a child. I've one. got several. You, you don't want me breaking one of your nice ones. I have several. Yeah, Ken, we can do that this Wear Sunday. his wig and play Lucius Malfoy. Okay, Ken could be a uh, one of those. Ken out. could be one of those force ghosts, like when Obi Wan comes back as oh, a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I could work that out. So um, you could be the Freemasons uh, podcast community. There was a. Can we dress you up as a Jawa? It was the Schultz's small. brothers. Remember, they put. Uh, yes. Joe is the old guy. Yeah, I was Ken is, okay is Anakin, and I was Yoda. That's yeah, because you're wonderful. small. <laughs> like a little guy. <laughs> you could be a Chawa or an Ewok if you want. <laughs> I want to go home. You're not hairy enough to be an Ewok. You're like the Ewok with the mange. The little short guy in Mandalorian uh, that's always like... Oh, the um, the Ugnaught. Yeah, the Ugnaught. could be the, an Ugnaught. Uh, I forget, Quill? Something like that. Yeah, we have. Quell or Quarrel, Quarrel, something. Quarrel. Steve Thornton. Quirrell. He says, hello, lads. Hello. Uh, um, much as I love talking about touching our wands, <laughs> I'd love to talk more about the apron on the chair. What's going on there? Oh, that's my apron. Where we is there a, an apron on the chair? Right here. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We did it a couple episodes ago, and we were talking about something about the, the decorative portion yeah. of the apron. Or something we were like showing off our apron. Yeah, it's my past master apron. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, his has bells on it. He's very proud of the little bells. Balls, Ken. The balls that ring when he walks I didn't around. Know what that meant, but no, I know. Well, what it's balls representative are, of your little balls. Yep. So that's uh, that's the apron. 
Shake it. Shake it's it. It's actually very fancy, and those little balls, like, ding together as he walks. Yeah, he plays with his balls. Oh, I just got to chill. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. yeah, we had it there for, uh, for, um... We had it there for uh, an apron lecture or something we did. Yeah, we did uh, an apron mm-hmm. episode, apron uh, episode. Mm-hmm. a while ago. And Oh, speaking of uh, apron episode, just a, a really quick shout out to uh, mm-hmm. our uh, our HR person who celebrated a, a birthday this week. So happy birthday, oh, HR. Happy birthday, happy birthday HR. <laughs> uh, that wig is going to be used. Um, it's a segment I want to start doing. Um, I'm going to wear it like a loincloth. That's exactly... Mm-hmm. You're exactly who's going to wear it. And we're going to do... Uh, oh, yes. Masonic Court we're do with Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're going to use the powder and we're gonna, here? I'm going to give you a, a Masonic... Uh, so I want I want our listeners and our and our you know subscribers to, to, to message in situations that happen in their lodge. It will be completely anonymous oh. or something that you believe... Is either uh, you're having an issue with in your lodge or something that happened in your lodge. And, and I will offer a... And uh, uh, Judge Judy's going to make a ruling. Judge a, Joe shall I a, adjudicate. I and a, I promise you won't be acquitted like Rittenhouse. I have... Um, <laughs> did he get acquitted? No, not yet. Oh, okay. No, he will. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> so we have two options we can go on here. We can go... I have a, like, a black robe that I can wear. Or I could wear a black bathrobe <laughs> to make it even funnier. We could talk about that off. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to go with the black back yeah. bathrobe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Denny Collins. It's a uh, very English style. Oh, the powdered wig. Like yeah. the, oh, no. The huge... Uh, oh, no. He's talking about my apron. Yeah, it was uh, something... I got off the internet and like I said, we have a, our generic... I have a generic past master apron that our lodge hands out. I wanted something a little bit more fancy a little more... You know, befitting a George Mudry. Oh, come on, you didn't get you didn't get a fancy apron. I know Joe no, does. Got He's the, got the Ric Flair. I one. got the That's, one that the there's nothing wrong with getting a fancy orders. apron. You earned the title. You you, you got the yeah. your past master. You I, might just as well never, get it. I never. Really My only downside is I bought that son of a bitch literally two months before I became district deputy and couldn't and wear it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Hufflepuff. We don't buy our own aprons. We're not like no, that. no. Mine definitely has the silver fringe, a lot of gold beading on it, because I wanted the mm-hmm. the Ric Flair yeah. robe version of a past master's apron. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm blandly nice, or whatever they say about. That's okay. Whatever they say about me. So uh, I hope that nothing wrong with being humble, apron. Ken. There's nothing wrong yeah. with being humble. Yeah. Oh, oh, so uh, so is this um Judge Judy thing going to be a Patreon to... only content, or nope. is it going to be an extra? Or is it going to be a whole uh, episode? We'll do it during our episode. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve Thornton, is it black in black, not blue? No, it's blue. It's just a very. I'm sorry. It's, it's a, probably the camera and the lighting. It's yeah. a very dark blue. So it's dark blue. It's got a, a gold and silver. What is it called? Bullion. 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 I don't know anything about mixed sewing. in between. There's gold. Um, Rouching. Uh, no, thing? I think it's called bullion. Yeah, threading. How about we just go with threading? We'll go with threading. Just pulling out random. So it's, it's got terms. gold flecks with silver. And again, uh, just to be clear, in in our blue lodge, you cannot wear gold unless you are. Uh, past grandmaster, district deputy, or or hold the title of member of brother, right? Okay. Or excuse me, you're a member of Grand Line, right? Well, it's purple usually, but I mean, but the gold, there's gold trim. I don't know if 
gold is really the. I'm just saying on most of our, yes. actually almost all of our lodges, it's silver and blue. Yeah, and yeah. most of the past master aprons that you see from some of the regalia shops around the you know North America, it's always silver. You always see silver, not gold. Right. Mine is the only thing that's gold on mine are the two pillars, which is appropriate because the pillars are usually of a gold tone. Mm. Uh, yeah, if it's the, the sewing on the back, yeah, it's fine. Exactly. It's, as long as you're not trimming it in gold. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But I got that apron, and uh, I pretty much. I mean, I wear it because at this point, I can pretty much wear any apron I want because I'm a past district. I'm, I'm not anything anymore. I'm kind of just a brother. So sometimes I wear a white apron. Sometimes I wear that one. Sometimes I wear just an officer apron, or just I go whatever whatever fits the like in in my mother right. lodge on the senior warden. So when I'm there, mm. other people are like, "Why aren't you wearing your purple?" Because when I'm here, I'm right. acting the as the role warden. of senior warden, yeah. and I'm, I'm that's that's my role. I am still subs- it's not my district. I'm subservient right. to the master of the lodge. Yep. I am the yeah. the senior warden, and people are like, "Why?" I would I would wear the purple. I'm like, oh, "Whatever." Yeah, well, you're not about flaunting titles and stuff. You're. I think that's the right way to go. I think, I right think so too. What do we say, boys? Lock it up. We're yes. past the hour hour. But we've we got uh, first. But look forward to two upcoming episodes. Uh, possibly yep. Sunday we're going to do the Star Wars and the Masonic connection. I would like to and do then, that. And um, then perhaps next Thursday or Sunday, whatever that happens, we'll do the uh, the Judge Joey <laughs> episode. Judge uh, Joey adjudicates. So bring us between now and then. Uh, anybody listening, send us your uh, your grievances. Send us your the issues that you're having, and mm-hmm. I will. Uh, Try to use the wisdom of Solomon and give you uh, uh, my opinion uh, that is not endorsed by any grand jurisdiction of any lodge or any particular blue lodge or any appendant bodies. There's your cop uh, out. Hey, Paul. Uh, but it'll be from uh, what I think is fair. So there. Yeah. Like so we're that. good. Uh, I just want to just give a shout out to one person before we sign this off, but it's a guy named Miko. And he says, uh, really enjoyed the last episode of Steph. Had two comments for you all. There are women only... There are women-only lodges in the U.S. and Europe. Our ritual is about the same as same, same the men's. My mother lodges in America, Lodge 57 in D.C. Our Grand Lodge is HFAF, based in London. Mm-hmm. Um, also, about the left breast discussion for us, when this step happens, we don't fully expose the breast. They... And they have a gown thing that is rolled over, tucked to expose the chest above, but not the actual breast. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So they modified right. a ritual All a little right. bit for that purpose. Okay, that's cool. Um, so clearly this is a female because her name is Lady Miko. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I hope that info is helpful yeah. uh, to the discussion. A week later, I know. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, uh, we always, I always readdress things. Um, yeah, we, and we ask for that much. feedback too yep. because we don't know. I mean, we can't meet in those lodges, so we, you know, we need to know these things. Hope to be able to catch y'all love one of these days. Well, here's your love, Miko. Thank yeah, you love for you. We love all. For, yep. for for giving us that because we don't know. And yep. and like I said, and we've talked offline. You know, Freemasonry itself is a fraternity. However, the the tenets and uh, tenets of Freemasonry are universal, and mm-hmm. you know if any organization wanted to adopt those tenets, I think the world would be a better place. So have at it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But for another time, yes, time to go home. Another discussion for another time. So for the Freemasons podcast, I'm Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Signing off, Worship Brother Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
Signing off. And Warshow Brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Gryffindor! <laughs> I knew! I knew! Oh, That's God. why I waited! <laughs> That's why I waited! Uh, How good could night, you not? Brothers and friends. I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, That's why I looked right at.